good Monday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again. We're going to be talking about relationships, specifically the one you have with yourself. And what I'm about to say may surprise you. On the surface, this may seem like a silly question, but how well do you get along with yourself? After all, being disingenuous, which is a fancy way of saying bullshitting, is one thing if you're doing it to other people, but it's quite another if you're doing it to yourself. Now, if you're doing this, I understand why. Because it's normal for people to want to feel good about themselves. That's what we've been conditioned to do. Yet I'm suggesting that it is also, in fact, one of the biggest causes of our collective unhappiness. The problem is that many people in contemporary society have been conditioned from the very beginning of their life to be perpetually comforted and constantly happy. Everything wrong going on with you easily explainable, and only a bump in the road, and it absolutely, positively is not your fault. You are the power. You are greatness personified. And it's only a matter of time before you find and tap into your true self that the world will stand up and take notice of your greatness, your omnipotence. This is another facet of pseudo-introspection, popularized by criminal and very snake-like motivational speakers and word-salad experts such as Jordan Peterson, whose web of self-improvement deception and psychobabble would cause spiders to become entangled in it. To put this in the words of P.T. Barnum, of Barnum and Bailey circus fame, if you can't baffle them with brilliance, befuddle them with bullshit. And P.T. Barnum knew what he was talking about, being one of the greatest legal con men and swindlers of all time. What I'm suggesting, if you're sick of wasting time, not just others, but your own, is to have the courage to actually take stock of yourself, to actually confront how much you are not, that is to say, I am suggesting to you that one of the very first and most beneficial things that you can do, not only for yourself, but for others, is to sever your obsessive love with yourself. Consider this example. Two men somewhere in America have just died. They were the same age, 33, and both of them died by no fault of their own. They were both involved in automobile accidents. Now, on the surface, they may have had some things in common. Maybe they both enjoyed watching football. Perhaps they both really enjoyed sci-fi movies. And they both absolutely loved pizza. However, with their passing, all that is pretty much irrelevant now. 
except, of course, to their friends and family who remember them and remember those things. But you see, there is a third concerned party here, and I believe it is the concern of this third party which may or may not be in agreement with the friends and family of those two different men who died in separate auto accidents. That concerned party is not someone so much that you can speak to, but speaks nonetheless. And what it has to say can be a very good eulogy or a very bad one. The third party I'm speaking of is the objective truth of what each man did within their lives to improve life and even improve the world. Now, before I go any further, I fully realize that what I'm about to say does not sound very nice. That is because I'm an adult, not a child, and I fully understand that the world is not nice. I don't mean to sound condescending. I'm simply trying to tell you what is. I am a realist, and this is how I approach the world. And as far as survival is concerned, being a realist has served me well, very well. It has kept my ass alive. And if you're still with me up to this point, I sincerely believe it can help you too. As far as surviving and getting on the world is concerned, the Earth itself is actually quite neutral. It has all manner of material to keep you healthy or to keep, help you, you know, recuperate from some sickness should you fall ill. By the same token, the other side of the coin, if you will, it also has a whole manner of material that if you consume it, will kill you very quickly. It doesn't care about your feelings or your life one way or the other. The power of realism is that it binds you to reality. Not childish sentiment. You are supposed to be understanding and accepting the world and existence on its terms, not yours. Being a child when you're 10 years old is fine. Being a child when you're 18 or older is not. And people who cannot or will not accept this reality will usually suffer far more than those who do. Ergo, it is the way of the world. As far as the two men are concerned, they both may have been, you know, very good people and will be missed by their respective friends and family. But if you were asked by some omnipotent God to make a choice between which man lives and which man dies, and you only knew that one man worked as a burger flipper at a fast food restaurant, and the other was a very skilled surgeon, which one would you choose? Which one would it be? If we could just take a moment for a very brief message. If you've enjoyed this, please do subscribe and hit the notification bell 
because it really does help my channel grow. And if you can offer some support, please do so by going to the Ko-Fi link in the description below. Even a cup of coffee would certainly be appreciated. And last but certainly not least, if you have anything, no matter how ordinary or unordinary, you would like to hear or discuss, don't hesitate to reach out and tell me what it is. That link is also in the description below. I can tell you without hesitation, I would choose the surgeon to live, simply because the life of a surgeon is to improve and save lives, which is not the case for the man who was a burger flipper. And I'd be willing to say that you would feel the same if a friend or a loved one of yours was facing open-heart surgery and you wanted and needed that surgeon. What I'm suggesting you consider is nothing less than being truly honest with yourself and put your current relative importance in life into the much bigger scheme of things to put your life and those affected by it in perspective. Ultimately, I have come to understand that the greatest thing a person can do in their lives is help others. By that, I mean exactly what I say, realistically and tangibly helping others. And for most of us, there is absolutely no shortage of friends or family that we can do that for. But it requires that we pull our self-important heads out of our ass and stop psychopathically obsessing over being a success and being in love with ourselves. Until next time, this is Ernest. Wishing your health, wealth, and good luck.